0: Welcome back to another jam-packed edition of that there, Franchise Buys Games, the second best gaming podcast on the planet. At this point uncontested, I am titular protagonist to Old Franchise, that right there is producer of the show, Nice Guy Johnny.
1: Good evening fellow gamers.
0: Uh, we are both pleased to make your acquaintance, believe it or not. Um, Johnny, how the hell are you sir?
1: I am peachy, thank you very much, It's uh, it's been a good week. Um, I've accomplished a lot, Um, and raring to go. Raring
0: to go, (laughs) raring to go. We've got a fucking absolute smorgasbord of choice cuts of gaming news here. Uh, If you are new to the show, don't expect every single news story that broke. What me and Johnny like to do is sift through all the news of a weekly basis, and just pick out some choice cuts, the ones that speak to us, the ones that apply to us, uh, being predominantly console gamers. Uh, 60 odd combined years in this industry as gamers. Not necessarily as journalists, not necessarily as pundits. However,
1: 60 years combined. I think
0: that buys yep. us an opinion.
1: Or oh, one or two, I'd like to say. One, one or, or
0: two. One or two opinions. And while I have the means, you better believe I will abuse those means, sir or <laughs> madam. Johnny will take
1: s- that opportunity, sir. You <laughs> take that opportunity.
0: We'll start this week's show the same way we start every show, with a little bit of "What are you playing?"
1: <clears throat> I still need to do the jingle on that. It's still need to is.
0: get that. Although, I mean, I can't really hear it because I've got my noise cancelling headphones on. But in my head, that sounds like an absolutely cock on impression of the Merchant from Resident I, Evil it, Four. It
1: is. It is. It, it's like it's like almost like soothing baritone. It Really is. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I might record a like, full what? album.
0: Just like if you were
1: a merchant, I'd buy from you, you know what I mean? right,
0: <laughs> oh, I'll pedal, I'll pedal me Wes. Don't you worry about that. I'll pedal Wes. giving off the chance. If I've got a wares to pedal, <laughs> I'll pedal it. Anyway, Johnny, what are you playing? Ooh,
1: um, I've been continuing, thi- continuing, 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 continuing. Continua thing. Continua thing. <laughs> thing of um, <laughs> play, playing the Witcher as a Witcher.
0: The so, Witcher as a Witcher. I didn't think you could really a, play that game oh, as any I, other role.
1: I'm in my, I'm in my uh, <laughs> <me>, uh, Witcher's <laughs> leather jacket <laughs> of, of the Cat School. <laughs> oh shit, son! Master, master crafted and all that. kind Did of... you
0: have you ever in many of your or any of your many Witcher three playthroughs? Have you ever completed a full set of armor, be it the Cat School or or the fucking Snake School or whatever the fuck it was, or like Hogwarts or something?
1: No, no, no. No, I, I really wanted that Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff like armour. Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's the thing. I, I've, when you look at it, I've barely scratched the surface of all the periphery of all the stuff you can do there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a game that you know you can't hundred percent. Well, you can. I'm sure some people have. I'm sure some people, have, people like, have.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. It's not an easy one, hundred percent.
1: Well, um, like. So I'm just trying to do witcher contracts and like the um question marks. Yeah. Just going ex- around explore and
0: like the actual lore of the world and get as many of them monsters done as you can.
1: Exactly. But I'm quickly coming up across stuff now. So it's starting to kind of there's little things you can do, obviously. The, the ones that you from your level, but it's still early on in the game for me, mm-hmm. storyline wise. And really the way you progress through your levels is by doing the main story. Yeah. You know, it's, Clearly obvious, particularly in the early game, that you just yeah. chew, chew up through your levels. So, I've started to uh, get a lot of monster nests and guarded treasures with foes that are well, Too. well beyond me in terms of class. <laughs> Too higher
0: level. I remember one of my playthroughs of that game. I say one because I've had several. Um, I try to, I try to pick up where I left off, and. It just doesn't work when you restart and your levels are so low and I remember taking yeah. the, the there's a werewolf quest where somebody's fucking sister and brother in law there's an affair involved and somebody dies and then you've got to go to the werewolf and it's the husband who turns spoilers, it's a husband who turns out to be the werewolf and you have to fight him and then you either get the choice to kill him or he kills himself at the end, depending on what you choose. -hmm. And I just charged into that at such a low level. And I'm not kidding, I probably fought that werewolf for about four hours just repeatedly. And it got to the point where I'd literally killed him uh, by. I didn't even fucking hit him. Really, it was a a, a strategy planned out of I take this potion, then I'd use this oil, then I hit him with this, then this, then I top up the oil, then I hit him with this, then I hit him with that spell, then I put a trap down. It was like. There was very little combat involved by the time I actually got around to killing them. And that sort of ruined that playthrough for us. And I think I stepped away shortly after that and uh, went back to it at a later date and started it again, but did it better this time. Like, took things that were my level, worked on maybe the grind a little bit before I jumped into monster quests
1: and shit. So far, this is the most enjoyable playthrough I've had. Just because mm-hmm. I'm actually just taking the time to kind of play tact- tactically mm-hmm. you know like taking the right portions using the right oils all that kind of stuff it's it's thoroughly enjoyable
0: is it satiating um, the uh is it keeping the funk at bay
1: it's the only thing that is i've t- i've tried dabbling into other things you know yeah. what i mean i was just yeah. like oh like i jumped back into like i had a little go on grounded mm-hmm. just a little bit but without online stuff it's like you've got to play with friends to get really get the yeah, that. it strikes
0: us as one of them. I think I don't think I've come across a survival game yet that I've truly enjoyed, unless it was a multiplayer experience. Even sort of like DayZ. Uh and that was a very solitary experience, but in a in a world where it was a shared world, so I was coming across people. Um, came mm. across, like, it's, it's I mean, it's more of a social experiment than anything else. That game,
1: absolutely. You and come like, across
0: people who were there to help, and like you come across people who were just there to fuck it up. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a perfect little, perfect little game. But uh, other than the Witcher, you been playing anything else?
1: No, like I said, I tried to do grounded. Yeah. Um, I was going to go actually. I, I was tempted to jump back into Minecraft briefly. Oh shit! You know, the just something just just to get in there and just do something, just to try and like stave off the funk. But I think I. It's, we're not long it's just around the corner it is and I think the witch is gonna keep me keep me there just it's
0: gonna keep it up here
1: keep, keep me keep me topped up for the time although um the Johnny ass games like Grim Fandango and all that stuff comes out I think it's on game pass on the 29th mm-hmm. so that'll take take a bit of my time and some guys on the stream mentioned another one what was it called
0: I can't remember it was uh... it, you did get a shout out on stream. Somebody had found a Johnny-ass game. It was like, uh, was it the first person fucking roguelite? Supra something?
1: Yeah, Supra something. Yes, Supra something. (laughs) Supra something. That was was a shout-out on
0: on stream for for a nice guy Johnny-ass game. So it's nice that the community at large is starting to also identify nice guy Johnny-ass games. So... Whatever you're doing when you're talking about these games, it is getting through to people, Johnny. So it is. It is. You sir, it's a been... niche,
1: niche area of the <laughs> You of sir the games. have yeah.
0: been profiled. <laughs> <laughs> they have got you down to a fucking T.
1: Yep, know everything about you.
0: <laughs> what else have you been playing?
1: Um, well, the obligatory uh, Warzone, mm-hmm. because it's the ever-present. So last and week, last it's week, interesting. The... It's getting interesting. Isn't yeah,
0: it? last week was the first week. We were on straight. We we podcasted early so we could actually stream after the podcast and bust out the new Call of Duty Halloween uh, limited time mode, the limited time event called the Haunting of Verdansk. Uh, how are you feeling about that zombies mode, Johnny?
1: So when we first played it, obviously because there was four of us and we had to jump into quads.
0: Yeah, we, um, it, it is worth oof. pointing out that the the only drawback I have so far for zombies is the fact that it is trios Mm -hmm. and you can't get a quad on there, which is, that fucking sucks a bag of dicks because when the full Sky Panthers are on and there's a general excitement that all four Panthers are roaming the fucking planes at the same time, that when you get hit with a mode that you really want to try but you find out it's only a trios, that's a, a bit disappointing. That was a bit disappointing.
1: Yeah, so that was a bit of a damp squib, but then... And then I played the first game of it. Yeah. And I was kind of, I think I was just taken aback. I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what this is. Yeah. And then before you know it, it's like some terrifying thing zombies like leaping around. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I want to go back to the Witcher Man. <laughs> am, I, am I shooting people? Am I shooting zombies? What do I kill? <laughs> <clears throat> but, like, and I think um, fellow Sky Panther Liam will give him a shout out. Yeah. He he hit the nail on the head. It's just different, and like you quickly get involved and immersed in it. And because it's new and different, in some kind of familiar yeah. locations, um, it doesn't take long before you're like you're deep into it. Kind of, like, yeah. I really enjoy this.
0: I think what it does is it finds a really good balance between your standard Call of Duty multiplayer, where you may get multiple respawns, and Warzone. It finds a really good balance because essentially, if anybody hasn't played it, which is fucking i mean rare i think uh, or anybody who hasn't watched somebody play it like people who join our streams for example if it's sort of you drop in as a human uh if you die you come back in no gulag you come back in as a zombie as a zombie you have no weapons you've got melee only with infinite sprint a charged jump that can put you like fucking halfway across a map it fails sometimes Weirdly a gas grenade and an amp blast. So these are Zombies from the future. I think but if you are a zombie and you collect if if a human player dies they drop purple syringe If you collect two of those syringes you respawn as a human Rinse and repeat if you die as a zombie you're dead But you can still be bought back in as a human like like was one So it finds a very good balance to keep you as a player in the game longer but it's fucking absolute chaos, and I, I, I fucking adore it. It is the best kind of chaos. Superb little mode.
1: It is. And, and I fully understand the timing of it.
0: Yeah. Halloween.
1: However, I can't help but ask why something like this wasn't done sooner. hmm You know? I don't know. Like, it's like, just to keep freshening up, it didn't even have to be zombies. You know what I mean? It could have been something of kin to it. You know what I mean? I, I, mean I, I, I don't know.
0: They have tried these <clears throat> limited time events in the past that have. They seem to have hit, but just not hard. For example, Plunder. That, that comes and goes. Uh, Warzone, fucking. What was it? There was a. Uh, it was like a 50v50, sort of. Almost like a, a multiplayer. It was like a big team battle, more than it was Warzone. It was Deathmatch. But you were playing Warzone. You won the Warzone map, fifty v fifty. Warzone Rumble—that's what it was called. Yeah. Okay. That one was but... a brilliant mode for people who didn't have, if, who who downloaded the game free, uh, and and hadn't had a chance to experience the fucking the absolute fucking violence and just vis- <laughs> visceral nature of a Call of Duty multiplayer game with multiple deaths and respawns. Uh, it was a good introduction for them people on a big team setting which was really nice but none of them have hit quite like this one and I don't know if it's because it's seasonal and they've actually done a trailer for it and they've made significant changes whereby it's like it's the map is now at night time it's night time in Verdansk, so it totally changes the whole feel of the fucking map
1: but that's, that's what I mean it's kind of like The way you play the game is different you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and and kind of obviously with the zombie there you've got a different mechanic now of what you're playing as Mm -hmm. and it's just enough of a change to like freshen it up and i fully understand it it, you you hit it with like the halloween kind of thing because it just makes sense you know yeah however i just can't help but thinking if there was more thought into some of the other events being like this you know what i mean yeah like we're all the rampant... And we've got ourselves to blame in this case where there's rumours going on about, you know, data miners finding this, what you call it, finding this. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's going to be zombies in the bunkers, there's going to be this and that and whatever. And, like, it's never turned out to be what we want, but is that our fault? Yeah. Like hyping the shit out of it. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: I mean, the hype rancher wasn't born of a, of a of a virgin. Do you know what I mean? He wasn't born of a virgin under a, 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 a fucking holy star... He was born out of pure necessity and grit <laughs> to rein in the likes of me and you who fucking let the hype carry us places it never should. But it As a I...
1: result of an equation endlessly trying to balance itself. <laughs> 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 hype Blonde. Rancher is the anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> have,
0: uh, have, you, have you managed to get a dub on the fucking zombies mode yet? I can't nope. remember if I've got a dub with you there.
1: No, I was so close, so to, we've close. We've been
0: very close multiple times. I managed to get a dub. I, uh, I dropped in with a prospect. He's not a full card carrying member of the Sky Panthers, but <clears throat> thus far, he is the only one who has been awarded a prospect cut. He wears the cut of a prospect. I dropped in with a prospect because the rest of the Panthers were busy, and uh, we we got the dub, which was nice. I, I mean, it was good for him. It was. Definite brownie points for him to be uh, edging closer to that promotion, but now really, uh, really good, like really good, really enjoying that mode Um, other than was on this week, Johnny, I have actually, in the spirit of Halloween itself, right? I mentioned this on a previous podcast that during the month of October, my the content that I am consuming of a daily basis or nightly basis uh, is either. Uh, TV series or films if I'm not streaming or playing games and I've I've leaned heavily into horror. In the spirit of Halloween I want to actually feel like I've celebrated something in 2020 because everything has skated past us at a rate of knots and at this rate we probably won't even get a Christmas as we know it so I really wanted to commit to at least one holiday and that's not recognised as a holiday here but one seasonal event. So for the month of October I've been mainly... This, this month, I have been mainly eating. <laughs> I've been mainly consuming <laughs> horror. So horror films, horror TV series. And in the spirit of uh, horror games, obviously Warzone, horror, The Haunting of Vodansk has been ticking that box. I jumped back into State of Decay 2 again with The Prospect.
1: Uh, we didn't Ooh. stream
0: it. It was just very much just for the sake of playing a game. Jumped back into State of Decay 2. Uh, and I'm, do you know what it is? F- for, I don't know what that game's missing to push it to that next level. I know it's missing something, but it's a just a perfect little package. It really is. And I, I can't honestly put my finger on it and tell you that's what it's missing to push this to the next level. That's what it's missing to take this from a double A to a A game. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the presentation. Uh, which again it's not bad it doesn't look bad it's a perfectly fine looking game the mechanics in the game are great i love the fucking like the whole you've got a settlement and it's like as a settlement your settlement needs its basic needs met food resources uh, meds and it's like right i need you go and ransack this world it is it is very much like i would I would make a comparison to War and Dead, Saints and Sinners where it is very much a trice- it's this, un- this unspoken word of like by day you get out there and you fucking ransack and you hoard and you get all the resources you can and you use your map and you're like right where haven't I hit these houses here haven't been done, oh there's a vet there, I might be able to get some meds from that vet and it's like right load the car up get the fucking cans of gas, make sure you've got plenty of gas, head out, ransack the place. Just uh, just a brilliant little game. Like, and I, I could, For the life of us, I can't tell you why I don't play it more. It wasn't until I was back in it, playing it again, I was like, why the fuck am I not playing this more? But I find I I, I fail that a lot with the likes of, uh, especially with double A's, like Sea of Thieves. I fucking love Sea of oh, Thieves.
1: We need to spend some time on Sea of Thieves again, actually. Like,
0: when I brought you back into Sea of Thieves that first night we were on Sea of Thieves and it was like, right, I just want to show you what you can actually do in this game now. And Uh we spent a while just like doing little islands finding chests, finding skulls and it was like, right, we'll we'll do this, we'll do that Uh, we'll take a couple of contracts we had like a sloop full of fucking loot at one point it was like, right, this boat is now far too valuable we need to get somewhere where we can actually fucking cash this in and before we'd even managed to do that I wanted to show you one of the new features that that game had to offer and right bang in the middle of getting to a outpost to check everything in, a megalodon attacked Yep. accompanied by a ghost galleon, a skeleton ship yep. came up out of the water and while we were busy trying to fight a ghost galleon and a megalodon, the kraken came up, like at the, threat. an absolute <laughs> triple threat and we're in a fucking sloop <laughs> and it was just that, like these little moments that are going to happen in these little double is, and when you're in it, you're enjoying yourself the the whole time. But then, all of a sudden, We'd... something can happen, and you're like, your adrenaline's pumping, and you're like, I cannot believe this is fucking happening. And I wish that had happened on stream. I really do, because exactly. that would have been Cause... a fucking moment. Like,
1: because like you were talking to me, just like you know, it's the games like this. I remember you you were giving the the talk about how it's like you put the effort in. Yeah, for a game that has very little narrative, mm-hmm. the events can just make your own. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Especially, and then you. So we're doing all this stuff, and I'm, and then you kind of you've mentioned these things, and I'm just like, what What's going on? And you're like, Oh, it's a megalodon, and I turn around, and you're like, and you're just like, I- Is it behind us? And I'm just like, What? There's a big fucking shark behind. <laughs> <us."> <laughs> <laughs> and then then the music changes again, and you're just like oh, oh fucking oh, hell, not fuck. now <laughs> man the cannons and then I'm pretty sure you said just like, all we need is a Kraken and I'm just like and you're, the music changes again and obviously you're you're used to this and all, like, I literally heard just like, oh no oh man, oh
0: <laughs> fuck it was uh to be fair I'd never had the triple threat attack at once before, like so that was so much special, I wish we'd had a full squad and a bigger boat we're gonna need a bigger boat <laughs> a bigger boat <laughs> <laughs> Right, oh. so like again, I'm getting them kind of vibes. Jumping back into State of Decay too, uh, and it just made us want to just get, just like a squad on. Me and the prospect were playing, but like obviously you were online, but we're trying to add you, but you had shit to do.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: that would have been good, like getting more people in, and then it's like, right, what do we need to do? Well, this this woman needs a quest doing, or she's going to fucking leave because she's getting mad and she's pissing everybody else off. We've got no meds. Somebody's in the infirmary. We need fucking meds. If we had more people, it could have been like right. You need to go and do uh like a a of the area, hit any houses up, is there any meds in there, get the meds back. You need to go and do this quest for this woman to make sure. You need to go and find gas because we've got two cars but no gas now, we've fucking used it all. And it's just like I think it's it's one of them games with that resource management hidden perfectly in a survival sim. So that's so- that's essentially all I've played this week, uh, State of K two and Warzone.
1: So it makes you think about State of K three? Is that yeah. going to have the, th- the thing that you think's missing? I Is hope so. The next I
0: genuinely hope so. Because in that showcase where State of Decay 3 was announced, that trailer was an actual trailer. It looked like a AAA trailer uh, mm-hmm. with like the zombie deer in it. And that wasn't what we had before. For State of Decay 2, we had like a, an acted-out trailer, and it was a guy... Sitting like coughing in front of a camera, like day forty-seven, <coughs> I'm pretty fucking sick right now, and like it was, <laughs> or that—that I, I, that might not be verbatim, but like it, <laughs> it was that kind of thingy, and it never really—it didn't show you any gameplay footage. It was more of an idea, like State of Decay Two was aimed at people predominantly who played State of Decay One until reviews and previews and that came out and streamers got a hold of it. But yeah, fucking cracking little game. Wouldn't mind getting back on that. We're running out of time in this Halloween season. We've only got a few days left. And I still want to get a stream in a Dead by Daylight. And uh, possibly State of the here 2. But I just don't know when. Shall we transition, sir, into this week's Choice Cuts?
1: Yes, sir. Let's go to the Schmorgers board.
0: The Schmorgers board is. Uh, Piled high, piled high this week, Johnny. We've got a, we've got quite a few stories to get through. So let's just fucking ripping and tearing, ripping and, rip and tearing. The, um, the so this week, if you've been on the internet at all and you are a gamer, you will have undoubtedly had your Twitter blemished by the absolute hottest of takes from a man known as Alex Hutchinson. So, Mr. Hutchinson. Uh, a lot of people who weren't aware of who he was made the association because of the title on his fucking LinkedIn or something that he was an actual uh, like a director at Stadia like he was one of the higher ups at Stadia which isn't the case um, he is he is a director okay and you can see why people would get confused because his job title is creative director of Stadia games and entertainment montreal studio so that makes you think oh well, he's a creative director of Stadia Stadia Gaming but he's not like he set up a studio called Typhoon Studios uh, Typhoon Studios published uh, Journey to the Savage Planet um, Stadia bought Typhoon Studios and it was rebranded as Stadia Games and Entertainment's Montreal Studio, bit wordy, bit wordy mm-hmm. doesn't really it roll really, off the yeah. tongue
1: no, no, no.
0: But uh, Alex Hutchinson came out uh, in in response to the there's been a huge, and I never remember the I can't remember the word for it either. You know when like something gets not annotated, but it's like F- Federal Bureau of Investigation is known as the FBI. What's that called? When it's like you use the letters? I, I, do you know what I mean? I'm not here because I'm an English major. I'm here because I like games. The uh, yeah. Is it DRMC? Digital rights music something or other? Anyway, tw- a lot of Twitch streamers have been hit with this fucking DRMC. Or, or again, you can co- feel free to correct us if it's something other than DRMC. But it is essentially.
1: Music copyright.
0: Music copyright, yeah. To boil the piss off it. Music copyright. A lot of streamers, I'll use Tim the Tapman as an example, lost years' worth of footage because he'd had copyrighted music playing on his stream and it's all been ripped down. Like the the copyright owners, who are nine times out of 10 record labels, are just ripping down any content that they are not currently earning money from and they did not give you permission to use. So in response to the uproar about this, not necessarily uproar, but general malaise that everyone was gutted they were losing years of content they'd created because of DRMC, uh, Fucking Alex Hutchinson tweeted out streamers worried about getting their content pulled because they used music they didn't pay for should be more worried by the fact that they're streaming games they didn't pay for as well it's all gone as soon as publishers decide to enforce it the real truth is streamers should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream they should be buying a license like any real business and paying for the content they use Alex Hutchinson was buried, absolutely (laughs) buried. What a hot, what a weird, what a weird take for a man who's a director of a games company, a games development company. What a weird fucking take. Like, in what world is there not like a a perfectly beautiful symbiotic relationship between game devs and streamers? Because I'll reference here Fall Guys, I'll reference here, I mean, arguably the the biggest example of this, Among Us. Among Us is a game that's three years old, and it's absolutely blew up. That studio is, like, eating well right now, because streamers picked that game up, and it literally exploded. Everybody in the fucking dog is playing Among Us right now, apart from the Sky Panthers, because none of these nonces fucking got a PC or downloaded on the phone to fucking play it on. But what a fucking weird take from um from Alex Hutchinson. And yeah. not not only was he buried on Twitter and rightly so, rightly so. It's a fucking absolutely bizarre take. Uh not only has the internet turned against him, but now Google, the obviously the fucking owner of Stadia and YouTube, for example Uh, Google have distanced itself from him, following the backlash Uh, Google's comments were the recent tweets by Alex Hutchinson do not reflect those of Stadia, YouTube or Google so
1: expect expect
0: that man in the unemployment line any day now (laughs) (laughs) what a fucking, what a weird take what a horribly, horribly weird take in uh, in 2020.
1: It's a, it it's an interesting one. I'm going to put me devil's advocate hat on a second,
0: right? You'll get buried. They'll bury you. They'll bury you.
1: I know. I know. And I, I just to, just for the point, I'm I'm clearly with the gamers on this. I, I agree with you. There's a, a full symbiotic relationship between the two. Yeah. One one helps the other, mm-hmm. and a lot of the times, people who are streaming games have bought said games. Yes. Or been endorsed and given the game for the purposes of streaming, let's say. Yeah, okay? yeah. But they have bought the content that they are streaming in that sense.
0: Hashtag ad. Hashtags, different... Hashtag sponsored stream. You know what yeah. I
1: mean? The difference between the music is they haven't bought the rights to do that. No. Okay? Fair enough, they might own the track. Okay? But it's a bit of a... You see, that's where my devil devil's advocate hat goes on a little bit. Purely, if, you, if you're someone looking at content and you've made stuff and it's been streamed, you know what I mean, and used for something else, then a lot of the times you want to monetize that and protect that. Yeah. Protect one, I agree with that. I agree with protecting your own works. Uh-huh. Um, but lo- normally it's the corporate thing of how do I make money. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, Which is not necessarily the right thing. So I think with this digital rights music kind of thing, m- the majority of it is... I, but what it really is, <clears throat> it's it's corporate studios hmm. wanting to make sure that we get we get the money we own the rights to this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where really it should be the the performers and the composers get what's due them due to them.
0: Yeah. So and I think that, you're seeing you're seeing this through uh, like rightly so. By the way, you're seeing this through an emotional lens as a man who creates music. Mm. Which is a different take altogether, which is where Alex Hutchinson originally came from when his comments were he was trying to liken games to music. Which is yeah, yeah. You're not there isn't a symbiotic relationship between the music industry and games, I don't think. I don't I don't believe I've ever seen um any evidence to suggest that sales of a particular song or track or album or artist are boosted because of a game streamer. I've got Windy Wallops, no. Johnny. I'm sorry about this. I'm trying to that's drink a right. no, very no, fizzy think, beer.
1: I think there will be now because that's the medium where people are going to hear stuff, right? Mm. So I, I think it's, you know, where you want to get is you want to get your music promoted, Um in streams, and what you call it. By the way, I do have a secondary um, side business through the uh, the arm of um, the franchise here. If you want some music made for your podcast or for your M um, game streaming, get in touch. We'll see what I can do.
0: Oh, you didn't get bloody <clears throat> half an hour in before he's plugging himself. I don't pitch, even mind. Pitch, 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 pitch. I don't even mind. <laughs> I'll, I'll earn some money out of this somewhere down the line. So if you have a podcast... <laughs> <laughs> If uh, if you've ever found yourself on uh, one of the franchise streams, any of the music you hear on that stream, I am fully protected from uh, YMCA, because all my music Johnny made, fully protected. But yeah, but it,
1: it's it's a it's I can I can see the point he was making. I don't think he made the point very well and no. made his argument very well. You know what I mean? It, to be honest, what you showed me in terms of the tweets, it almost came across as almost spiteful. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I haven't had the dues that I'm deserved, therefore you don't deserve it. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was uh, the the so far in a very fucking weird year. That was the hottest of hot takes, and it was so fucking weird. But uh, <laughs> yeah, all the best. I wish you the best in your future endeavors, Mr. Alex Hutchinson. Because uh, if Google's distance them themselves from him. Them, uh, I believe he uh, his time as employed maybe coming to a fucking end very soon. For yeah. and uh, rightly so, what he's done is he's that could potentially have damaged not just Google, but because of his job title and because of the misconstrued meaning of that job title, Stadia Games and, and, and Entertainment's Director of Stadia Games and Entertainment's Montreal Studio, because it's a fucking wordy little bitch. It's it's easy to say why people would think he was a director of Google Stadia, mm-hmm. and that is potentially damaging to the brand of Stadia, which has already took a fucking beating this year. <laughs> if we're honest, exactly. Stadia is a laughing stock at the minute. It's a joke for for a fucking for a platform that works. I have not tried Stadia. I will say that I'll put that out there. I have not tried Stadia. It's not my bag. Uh, but the people i know in the industry who have tried it have said it works it works it's a perfectly it it does what it says on the tin it's a streaming service that you can access if your internet's good enough and it works flawlessly it doesn't have all the bells and whistles that it came with uh, when it was announced all these little features and cool things that was going to set it apart from the rest uh, they didn't ever fucking materialize so Stadia's has become somewhat of a laughing stock it doesn't have the exclusives it doesn't really have uh it, it's not great value for money where free games are concerned compared to the likes of xbox and playstation so you know it, it's took a knock and it's going to take a while for it to pull, its, pull itself back up by its fucking bootstraps it's bootstraps made of pure diamonds because this is a google company let's remember that uh, it's going to take a while for it to earn back the good graces of the game industry. It's doable, but not when you've got somebody who is, for, for rightly or wrongly, associated with being a director of Stadia spouting that shit. That's, that's pure damage into your brand, and that's more than enough reason for this guy to lose his job, unfortunately. So, like I say, all the best to you, Alex Hutchinson. Best of luck in your future endeavours. In the words of uh, Vincent Kennedy-McMahon, you're fired. Johnny, next on the list, Xbox streaming sticks.
1: Well, yes, you know, going from, from one streaming service to another.
0: Same uh, fucking segue. Segway in that fucking streaming service game. Uh, I'm going to yeah. blast you with a couple of tidbits from this article by Tom Warren on The Verge. Uh, on the 23rd of October, this is when this news broke, so Big Phil, my mate Big Phil, friend of the show Big Phil uh, has hinted that the company is planning TV streaming sticks for its xCloud gaming service in an interview with Straticherry, I think that's how you pronounce that, Spencer discusses the potential for additional tiers of Xbox Game Pass which could include a free bundled TV stick to play xCloud games. To quote Big Phil, I think you're going to see low-priced hardware as part of our ecosystem. When you think about streaming sticks and other things that somebody might want to just go and plug into their TV and go play via xCloud. You could imagine even you could imagine us even having something that we just included in the Game Pass subscription that gave you an ability to stream xCloud games to your television and buying the controller. In amongst that article, it goes on to say how Phil Spencer's teased uh, in that quote there, where he talks about tiers, potential additional tiers of Game Pass. He did also tease the potential for what he coined Xbox Game Pass Platinum with guaranteed access to new hardware, uh, which links into the whole Xbox All Access, yet another consumer-friendly move that they've pulled in this, gen, uh, this generation transition. Xbox All Access, you pay monthly like you do for a phone, like very much the same, like a, a mobile phone model. And in that you get your hardware and your Xbox Live and your Game Pass Ultimate subscription all in one cost. One low cost over whether it be 24, 36 months, but essentially that kind of model. So what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on this, Johnny? I suppose it's twofold here. The question I've got for you is, what one, TV stick. So we're talking here Amazon Fire Stick. We're talking here Google Chromecast. We're taught an Xbox release in its very own. Uh, I'd call it the Xcast, but that's already a popular Xbox uh, podcast. So yeah, Xcast if you like a stick that, as long as you have an Xbox controller, you can jack that bad boy straight into your HDMI. Your your Bluetooth controller will connect to your Xcast, and you have a stick that plugs into your television that is just purely Game Pass. As long as you have an active subscription, which you're paying for, which you can either pay for separately or, as part of this all-access program, you buy Xbox Game Pass Platinum, for example. Maybe not Platinum, because that's talking about hardware, but you buy Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, and you get your 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 fire stick, your Xbox fire stick, want for want of a better word, jack that bad boy in, and you're there, you're streaming. You can take that fucker anywhere. Anywhere you've got internet and a, a, a television with HDMI, you whack that fucker in, and you're away. You're playing Game Pass. What's that's that's the first question, I suppose. And then, if you could just swiftly move on into the second part of that, is what your thoughts on these this tiered system of Xbox Game Pass?
1: It's the way the world's going. You know what I mean? If you yeah. look at everything else, we're moving from from a no, It's ugh, I'm trying to get my words right. Service industry. Yeah. Service yeah. economy. Yeah. Where you don't buy just buy a product, you buy a service or mm-hmm. a subscription, yeah, or whatever, and then you, you that gives you access to products mm-hmm. from a certain range. Mm-hmm. So, every industry is doing it, you know, it's from the you know, starting probably with um, you know, Netflix and their streaming model, yeah, you know, buy access. There you go. Um, it all bore from like TV stuff, um, mobile phones, like you say, you you buy a, like a, an upgrade kind of thing, even like down to when you buy. Even buying your cars, you know, purchase for hire and all that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. You don't know the car. Like this service thing is meant to kind of tie people into longer term stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you, you offer a service rather than a product in yeah. that sense. Or the product is your service. not not. So I fully agree with them. I think the way the world's going in that sense, less and less people are going to be buying like the, the hardware in that sense, they're going to be accessing the hardware through a subscription service. They're going to be
0: accessing the software through a subscription service.
1: No, no, I I think also through the hardware. I think I wouldn't be surprised in the future that like, for something like this to work, um, you need a hell of a good internet. Which is,
0: I mean, for the most part, I'm not going to say readily available, but better now than it's ever been. What with 5G rolling out.
1: It's getting better, but yeah. like I can fully understand how you want if you want uninterrupted gaming. That sense, so I think there'll be. I wouldn't be surprised if there will be. Like this platinum one makes sense to me. So yeah. take this. Let let's let's switch. Go off topic a little bit. Take mm-hmm. Nespresso. Other coffee brands are available. Okay. Right. They started off selling coffee machines and mm-hmm. and Nespresso capsules. Then they said, "Well, why don't you get a subscription for your capsules?" Right. So you always get them, right? Now they've moved into a subscription where you get capsules and you pay a nominal fee for a machine. Right. like a pound. And uh-huh. you you effectively, you, you get the machine as a loan. So you lease long the you, machine almost. You lease the machine as long as you have a subscription. As soon as you lose your subscription, you've got to send it back. And obviously, if you haven't kept it in good working order, then the charges hit you. Same as a purchase for hire yeah. on a car. Yeah. Same as what you might get for like an upgrade on a mobile phone. So, so this thing about, you know, access to new hardware, it'll be a subscription service where you get the new hardware, but it does, you don't own it in mm-hmm, some respects. Mm-hmm. You're leasing it. And I think that's what, I wouldn't be surprised if that's where they're trying to get to. Given us fickle gamers, I think we like having something tangible in our yeah. hardware. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we're almost over the, hoop, the hump now where it's, we, we understand that, you know, digital copies do enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and even though nowadays we're buying CDs, which effectively just give you the rights for the whatever twenty gig patch you're gonna get on day one. <laughs> yeah. So we're almost over the hump now and got used to the fact that we're gonna be getting games digitally, not, or not streaming having something them physical in your now, hand anymore. Which was, this, let's not lie, was the the vision for Xbox One. Yeah, it was. It was. We weren't there yet as a community. No. He's obviously teasing this is where we're going, and he thinks we're going to get there. We're just going to be slower in terms of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Look at all this, like, Google Fires, Amazon Fire sticks, the Netflix stuff, Google Chromecast. People right. are using these now. No one, yeah. no one hardly watches TV live no.
0: anymore. I've stopped paying for a television package. I watch uh, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney+, uh, Apple TV, not like the device. App. I have an Apple TV device, which I can access all of the aforementioned on. But what what it, what's interesting to me is if he's talking about this X like this X Cast stick uh, is <coughs> we've mentioned it before on this podcast, where it would be an app that you could access on your Switch that you could possibly access on a PS PS Five. What what I didn't really think of at the time, and what this is leaning towards is that. Hang on a minute. Why would this app not be available on Amazon Fire Stick, on a Google Chromecast? Obviously, you've got direct competition there. You've got Amazon Luna. You've got Google Stadia. So whether or not they end up on that, debatable. But we don't necessarily have to get the stick. This, no, it
1: could this be an app on a, on a smart TV. It could be an
0: app on a smart TV. And this this is why this is why I'm absolutely convinced. I know. Phil Spencer has been touted as saying, "Like, look, the console wars aren't a thing anymore." I'm not interested in console wars. I'm interested in putting great games in as many people's hands as possible, which is a great fucking company statement. Fuck the console wars. The the fanboys can fight them out all they want. I I don't believe in it. All I want is to put great games in there, as many hands as possible. Game Pass is already got 15 million active subscribers. Right now up here. For Game Pass Ultimate, which I believe is eleven quid or twelve quid or something, I think the entry level Game Pass in the UK is—is is it seven ninety nine? So we'll call it—we'll call it seven ninety nine, right? And we're going to times that by fifteen million. So that's fifteen and six zeros, if I'm not wrong, Johnny.
1: Yeah. Yes, it is.
0: That is a hundred and nineteen million eight hundred and fifty thousand pounds a month, <laughs> straight into fucking Xbox uh, Microsoft's account which all of a sudden makes all these studio acquisitions seem (laughs) very sensible but that's only 15 million people we know there are 40 odd million 50 million ps4s out there in the wild phil Spencer's sitting there thinking i've got another 30 million people i can get here i want more of this i want i want a bigger slice of this pie and a shit like this whereby he's like right are these people gonna buy a ps5 And then have the money to buy an Xbox Series X? Potentially not. So how do we get our service in their hands and still have them as part of our customer base? And it's shit like this. All right, then, you're not going to buy an Xbox Series X. How about I sell you uh, a stick, an Xbox Game Pass stick, as part of Xbox All Access. You pay £20 a month for 24 months. I'll give you a stick, a controller, and access to Game Pass. And that's every single first-party game. That's the the huge library that's on there already, which is third-party. It's fucking. The other thing that that this this platinum. Are we going to start talking like DLC? Does platinum is platinum going to charge us a little bit more? Let's say I paid twelve quid a month now for Ultimate. Do I bump up to uh, seventeen quid for platinum? But I get guaranteed all access to all DLC, future DLC. I mean, it's just sp- fucking Phil Spencer. Man, he's out there and fucking we're, we're playing checkers, and this motherfucker's out here playing chess. Do you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, I saw comments on this before. It was just like someone sitting, there, well, if all this is going on, why have I just bought, um, spent so much on a, a Series X? You yeah. know what I mean? Well, a because that's what gamers do. You know, we want the hardware. We want to know it's right in front of us, doing, you know, and we're we're accessing, you know, the power of the machine right there. Yeah, there is Confidence something that we don't that, think yeah. is there in cloud stuff, but that's where it's going to go. It's yeah. where it's going to go. Yeah. And he knew this from Xbox One, and all the Xbox fans would 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 talk it up, but it just got we, we held it up in his tracks because we weren't ready for it. No, no,
0: no. You're right there. Like you are right there. You're right there. I'll tell you what, we'll, fucking, we'll put that one aside. That one, would you watch this space? Watch this space on that one, because that's fucking interesting. That is yet another game changer if Xbox is now going to give you access to Game Pass without the need for it. I mean, it's already there on mobile devices with xCloud, which is part of Game Pass. You don't pay for xCloud, xCloud is just a part of Game Pass. So he's already putting it on phones and Android devices and tablets and fucking fridges. But like, if what what's every what's every single house got a television? Exactly. Do you know what I mean.
1: And and here's the thing, you know what I mean. It probably doesn't need the streaming stick, but it's what we're used to in terms of we're used to uh, having
0: uh, a little bit of hardware.
1: Broadcast. We're used to having a little bit of hardware that you stick in it does something. It's a it's a MacGuffin. It's just it's like a yeah. God in the machine, you know what I mean, that sense, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, just a device yeah, yeah. that makes you feel, like, just gives you some security, even mm-hmm. though it's just not there. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, speak, but, speaking of Big Phil, there's been, uh, he's been quoted this week, a direct quote from Phil Spencer, uh, he's put, so, with the growth that we are seeing, I expect we will constantly be in this mode of bringing in more creators into the fold so not only are we talking how excellent value Game Pass already is and how this Game Pass uh, platform is evolving uh, at, at seemingly a fucking hourly rate at this point. Now, if we didn't have enough, what with all of the previous acquisitions and then Bethesda, the absolute giant one, and then this rumoured acquisition of Ubisoft that I've been touting, uh, Phil Spencer's just come out there and, for want of a better word, if you boil the piss off that, he's just said, yeah, We are absolutely going to be buying more studios, and they all that then that becomes an Xbox, an Xbox Game Studio, and it becomes a day and date launch on Game
1: Pass. That that that, that's what they're going to need. They're going to need more content in that Game Pass if that's what they're going as the future. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's going to be plenty of games that you can't access off the bat, you know, third party stuff. Let's say, yeah. You've got to get the if you. If you need going a good first enough first-party party library. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which. Or at least the agreements in place to allow that content yeah. to be there.
0: Yeah. and and I fucking day on day at the minute, it's that 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 library of games that's going to be on Game Pass. If you took the time to sit down and look at what's actually coming to Game Pass, Microsoft went from the the platform with no games, a really powerful box but no games to. A really powerful box and more games than fucking PlayStation 5. It, it might not be your fucking triple A's like your God of Wars and your your Last of Us's, but the, that's not to say they won't come. Because right now we're in a world where there's a very real possibility Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 are Xbox exclusive.
1: Or at least timed.
0: Or at least timed. Exactly, or at least timed. Phil Spencer did say in that interview, though, that uh, he could make it work without those games appearing on any other platform. He said exactly. the investment, <laughs> the he didn't need to put the the games from Bethesda on other platforms to make that investment, uh, uh profitable.
1: Yeah, it's it's evolving in yeah. terms in terms of the stances. So yeah. you know, just
0: we'll continue to report on this week after week, but we'll fucking we'll we'll put a fork in that one and put it to one side as a plate that we didn't even get a fraction of the way through and we'll move mm-hmm. on to the next little bit of choice cuts Johnny, how do you feel about uh, VR coming to the Xbox Series X and S
1: Oof. well you see I, VR from a, my point of view I think it was a gimmick
0: oh, I'm about to so. be a devil's advocate of one you are, I say I
1: know, but it, like I don't know
0: here's where I stand on that If you want to talk gimmicks, my perfect example of a gimmick would be a 3D TV. I think that is a gimmick. I think what you have in VR is a niche. I think VR is not going anywhere. Uh, I think VR exists. It has a, 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 a prosperous community, albeit not as large as the wider gaming community, but it's big enough. It's big enough that we're still seeing games like Half-Life Alex getting made and released and scoring yeah. perfect 10s. It's big enough that we're seeing games like Blood and Truth from London Studios on PSVR. It's big enough that Beat Saber is a fucking thing. It's it, it's a niche. It's not a gimmick. That's where I stand on this. And PSVR will absolutely get a follow-up. It will absolutely get a follow-up. That PSVR sold more than they'd forecast it to, which is that's music to anyone's ears and as long as the if Microsoft are going to do this essentially they're going to do this because there was um, files found in Microsoft Flight Simulator PC release uh, I think, I don't, I'm not going to get into the technical bullshit but uh, these, there's a couple of file strings that suggest that Microsoft has been um, looking at VR on next gen consoles particularly uh, flight sim we're talking about flight sim here
1: well yeah exactly if if anything's gonna um link well into a vr headset it would be flight sims yes of all time.
0: yeah absolutely in my mind psvr sold incredibly well uh it's well incredibly well uh proportionately when you look at it what its original forecast numbers were Mm mm-hmm uh, VR still sells gangbusters. When you look at Facebook, they bought Oculus and they've just put the Quest 2 out. VR technology is still improving. We're getting towards what I would say sort of Gen 2 um, VR machines are, where it's wireless. We're getting into that wireless era now, which is amazing because the, the one drawback I had were two drawbacks for PSVR, which obviously I own and I played a fuck ton of VR games on. There was the wires. They were cumbersome, they took a long time to fucking set up, uh, and nothing pulls you out of uh, an immersive experience quicker than either a wire getting caught on something in the back of your head getting wrenched or twatting your fucking rover more off uh, a low hanging <laughs> sailing light. Nothing will rip you out of a fucking immersive experience quicker than that. What with the, the improvements in VR technology, and we're going wireless now, like the Quest and the Quest 2. Screen technology is getting cheaper to put better screens in VR now Uh, I think obviously when we get to the likes of third gen that's when we've got a a home solution for movement not standing on the spot and using sticks or teleporting which I find janky as fuck I hate teleporting Uh, it worked well in killing floor incursion I particularly like that game Um, but for the most part while you don't have a good solution for mobility in the home You're essentially... Your best VR titles are flight sims and on-the-rail shooters. shoot Gun galleries. That's essentially what you've got. Mm. Flight sims and gun galleries. Anything else that tries to do movement. If you haven't got like... uh, I know I played... uh, What was the game that came with the VR aim controller? I can't remember it. Anyway, I got that because I got the VR aim and that one. Moving with the sticks... That was a nice step forward. Uh, a little bit of motion sickness getting used to that, but that was that was a step forward so it would move more freely and more fluidly with the sticks. But when you weren't playing that kind of game and you were playing with move ones, move ones don't have sticks on them, so you lose that fluid that fluid motion. Playing the War and Dead Saints and Sinners, you were moving around by pushing buttons, and that didn't feel right either. So that we are getting towards now, we're getting towards a time where VR, the, the, the niche of VR is evolving. And I think what with this, uh, somebody's doing a bit of digging and finding these files that that suggest at the very least, they've been tinkering with VR for next-gen consoles. I think that's more than enough proof. If you look at, if you look at what's on the table, we know console VR has sold well already. As long as you forecast well, you don't over forecast this thing, it can be it can be a success. And I think if you look at the properties that Microsoft's got, that would lend itself well to a VR experience. Halo, uh Dead Rising. You know, the Fable. Like or like imagine Fable in VR, walking around like fucking Albion in VR. Like they've got some fucking cracking little properties that they could do some interesting shit in vr with so uh, hopefully hopefully and i mean fucking flight sim (laughs) absolutely would i play flight sim on the series x in vr absolutely i would
1: i mean i'm i'm just more the thing that excites me about this is i know it's coming to xbox one and series x Mm -hmm. flight sim but i just know it just makes it more concrete that it is you know what i mean because i'm all over this I'm not. I'm gonna hortus us the shit out of this. <laughs> you know,
0: do, you know, do you know what it is like? Even outside of this podcast, the amount you fucking talk about Flight Sim is worrying. Like, mm-hmm. you, when that game comes out, I, I'm worried that that you've gone. I'll be like, exactly. I'll, be, I'll be, texting you just like, well, fuck yeah, it's it's half seven. We're supposed to be doing a podcast, and you'll be like, sorry, old bean, uh, over the middle of the uh, Indian Ocean, doing a quick quick jaunt to Jakarta. Like fucking, yeah, I've
1: got I've got one hundred and fifty souls on board, and need to get them all on time.
0: <laughs> I'm flying a jet two to Canary Islands. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit um, rowdy. Right, so hopefully, hopefully, it? we actually get something of this this rumor. I'd like to see more news like this. I want to see more of the VR talks on both sides. I want to see what PSVR two is all about. Uh, I filled in a PlayStation emailed us actually and they were like, look, we know you bought a VR. Do you have a minute to take a survey? I was like, absolutely, thinking I would get a free game out of it if nothing else. I didn't, but by the by. And the way they'd sent this survey out and the questions they were asking on this survey also led me to believe that that was market research for PSVR 2. For me, better screen, go wireless if you can. If not, definitely work on the fucking weight of your cables. uh, And then move ones. put some fucking thumbsticks on them, for the love of God.
1: And The way I see this for Xbox is that I don't think it'll be an Xbox VR. I think it'll be like it works on PC with Mm -hmm. other devices. I think there'll be compatibility with available stuff. So there'll be multiple VR options to play on the Series X and S. Yeah, rather than a PS, uh, rather rather than a proprietary piece of hardware. I think is I mean,
0: I don't know if we've mentioned this during this little article, but it is worth pointing out that VR support is already confirmed for Flight Sim. This isn't that, just like, yeah. oh, maybe Flight Sim. Flight Simulator is getting VR, and it was in that sort of uh, cordon for VR where they found this clever little. This clever little data miner found the the evidence to suggest they've at least toyed with the idea of it on console. So, what else we have got on the docket, Johnny? What else is on the docket for this fine eve? This
1: jam-packed show. Well, sir, should we talk? Um, the unboxings have started now
0: for PS Five.
1: PS Fives. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we know it's a big motherfucker. Oh my god,
0: it's bit, It's fucking but, big.
1: But shall we talk about that again? Because it's even more apparent how big this feast is. Mm-hmm. Like, have, have you ordered Ukraine? Have you? Are you? Do you know where you're sitting? Have you got your banksman? It's gonna be like to fucking watch the door when it comes in. <laughs>
0: it's gonna be like sorry,
1: love, you can't pass. You can't pass at the moment. You can't pass.
0: Can't pass. The, uh, it's gonna be like a fucking Jerry Springer and reverses. They're gonna have to take the window out to put the fucking PS5 in the house. Like. <laughs> Not get a fat me out of the house. Like, this thing is fucking huge. The uh, the Verge le- released a, a series of photographs cut with comparisons of the PS5 standing next to the Series X, the Series S, a PS4, uh, an Xbox One stood on its end. Uh, they, they've just done, like, all of these different photos. And this thing is absolutely fucking massive. It's Huge. Huge. I thought it was big, but then again, I thought, like, I've only ever seen it next to a Japanese person. And Japanese people are quite slight by, like, genetically, they are quite small, slight people. I thought, I don't know if I'm just getting, uh, like like, a perspective thing's wrong here. But seeing Jeff Keighley holding it, seeing Greg Miller holding it, seeing these pictures of it next to what I already know is a big Xbox Series X. This thing looks comically big now. Mm-hmm. But super light, by the way. Have you? Seen, I don't know if you've seen the Jeff Kayley video of him holding it up and like moving it about. It's like there's nothing inside it.
1: <laughs> Maybe there isn't.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's that. It's that big because it needs so much room for the fan to just suck in all that air. And just, I just
1: and need it. It needs cooling. I need things moving around.
0: And that's thermodynamics. The dynamics, will... people.
1: Can I just be still on record and still I'm not sold on the look. I don't like
0: it. You're not sold on the look. I was super sold on the look in that fancy little uh, trailer for it, and then I've seen it in people's hands, and there's something doesn't look quite right about it.
1: I, it like, on the little trailer things, it almost looked like it, like it was a, like a nice metallic metal scent. You know I mean? the, way, the way it was looking, and mm-hmm. it had almost like mm-hmm. it almost looked leather bound. You know what I mean? The textured plastic. Yeah. But the picture you sent me of it next to the S and the and the uh, the the X, the Series X. Yeah, it's just that the matte black of the Series X just looks on point to me. Whereas yeah, the shiny shiny black of the PS Five. The front, put, like the just, front of the pit. Yeah,
0: oof. like
1: cheap. Yeah, it just doesn't look. It does. It, it's not with the design, unless it's going no. to be ne- next year's design or something. And they they've, they've, they've like they've preempted the zeitgeist on that. Yeah. But to me, it's just again, it just looks a little bit. Cheap. Now, unless there's supposed to be lights and stuff on it, when it comes to more than
0: that, but. we'll find out soon because obviously the press units have been sent out, but they're embargoed up the fucking arsehole. So, as of today, I think all they could show you was the actual console and show you the ports on it. They couldn't show it being turned on, they couldn't show UI, they couldn't show anything like that. All they can show as of today is the physical console itself and the console next to a DualSense or other things, other objects mm-hmm. for point of reference. But as the days tick on and the embargoes start to slowly lift, we'll start to see more and maybe we'll get to see one powered on and see what sort of lighting we are looking at behind that weird, shiny, cheap black bit in the middle. Which looked far slicker in the trailers than it does in real life. Also, the belly. You know, the belly it's got for the disc drive. That Mm -hmm. that looked better in the trailer. It looks a bit like... It doesn't look like weirdly formed for purpose. It looks just weird, and I don't know if that's lighting effects or what, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, you need to get your angles right on it, but because it's got that many angles itself, it's quite hard. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah 100%, 100%. So, fucking watch this space on that one, all we can say from this point is it's definitely absolutely fucking ginormous. Yes, um, it's, it's,
1: it's hulking.
0: I've got another bit of news for you, Johnny, which is a fucking absolutely nice guy, Johnny, bit of news this
1: no more gone, hit, hit me. Right
0: up your street, this one. Uh, and You know how you've got this massive hatred of taking games and turning them into television and small screen and silver screen properties?
1: Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Netflix. Netflix have
0: uh, just announced that they're doing a, a live action Assassin's Creed. Oh. Have you seen the Assassin's Creed film with Michael Fassbender? I haven't. It's an acceptable film. It's a it's a perfect like five out of ten. It's not bad, but it's not good. It's just it's just a film. It's a it's an Assassin's Creed film. And to be fair, I'll, all right, I'll go six point five out of ten for Assassin's Creed with Michael Fassbender. I, I I don't know what I want to say from this. And bear in mind, I am absolutely all in on what Netflix did with The Witcher. But it's also worth pointing out that the Witcher was derived from the source material which is books. Yes. Not the game. The game is also derived from the same books. So there's exactly. definite comparisons. But Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed wasn't pulled from a source material. The Assassin's Creed game is the source material. So what is what does Netflix do that the silver screen didn't with the Assassin's Creed film? To make this well, to make this watchable, the thing or is, good. You, no, more importantly,
1: you stick to the law of it. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You can't squeeze the law of the Assassin's Creed ethos and and gamesphere into a two-hour film. No, I don't think. True. I think I think there's there's so much stuff there to like to build stuff like and very at least what's noticeable now from TV series is like finally they've they've realised if we put a lot of character development there Invest in that you get invested in them and it makes it's more satisfying Mm -hmm. i mean if you don't have like if you've got uh, two-dimensional characters and stuff then you're just not gonna particularly when you're putting it next to next to the game and you've played the game i don't the films are never gonna come up trumps this is why you should never make films out of games
0: tell that to uh tell that to monster hunter Tell that to, the Resident Evil series that's coming on Netflix. I, tell that I, to I the will, Witcher. Tell that to Assassin's Creed.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm trying. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll come back whenever when, when any of these win a fucking Emmy or a Golden Globe or an Oscar. Yeah, the Witcher. The Fair Witcher. enough. The Witcher. The Witcher is based on. All books, right, all right, yeah, like yeah, movie.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You win. You win. You win. You win. That's
1: Biz. what we call a technicality. Thank you, from point of view. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, no, we've got but... we've got a lot of game to game to film slash TV uh, fucking content coming our way very soon. Yeah. Uh, no, what, what I would not... say is Castlevania exists on Netflix. That is based on obviously Castlevania, and that is superb, absolutely superb. The Witcher, there's an argument we made there. Yeah, it's more books than it is game, but you can't help but make the comparison. Um, we've got. Many, many, many Resident Evil films, which every last one of them was dog shit, in my opinion. So They are rebooting the Resident Evil uh, sort of film TV-verse on Netflix. I hope that's more true to its roots than the Mila Jovovavivovic film was. Monster Hunter, also starring Java I I don't know what the fuck that's going to do, because... I've seen her standing in a trailer next to a fucking... Have you ever played Monster Hunter?
1: Well, actually, no.
0: Right, we, we should. We should try that. I've seen, like, Mela standing next to a fucking Diablos or whatever the fuck it was, f- like, from Monster Hunter lore, just carrying an AK-47 or something, or, like, a fucking M13. I'm like, ah! But then, also, I've seen her in, like, a fucking absolute Monster Hunter outfit, wielding, like, a Monster Hunter fucking greatsword or something, so... I don't know where the transition is going to happen there from modern-day army chick to monster hunter, fucking great broadsword wielder. Right? I mean,
1: on on this, what I will say is that there's a potential for this um, live-action Assassin's Creed series on Netflix to actually be more about Assassin's Creed than the Assassin's Creed games at the moment. Yes. (laughs) They're not Assassin's games. They're just Assassin's Creed. By name. Branded. Yeah, so I get that. There's potential there. There's potential there. I'll, 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 I still think the game is the ultimate medium.
0: Aye. No, (laughs) you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, Last bit of news I've got for you, Johnny. We've had two significant delays. One of them which you will care about. The other you probably won't. We'll do the lesser first. Uh, Destruction All Stars, which was coming to PS5 as a launch title for seventy quid, has been delayed push back to February next year, and will now no longer be uh, launching at £70, it will launch on PS Plus. So I don't know what the fuck that says about that game. But there you go. Turkey? (laughs) If absolute... If that's a chicken noise, I don't know what noise a turkey makes. It's more of a gobble in it. More of a... a, Like a gobble noise. Anyway, (laughs) before we get into the intricacies of a turkey impression, the... If you had your heart set on this game, that has to be fucking devastating news. Uh, I don't know many who would. It looked like Fortnite and Destruction Derby smashed into one. But I'm not sure how that would turn out. We'll find out. There's been more than one game gone to PS Plus and absolutely killed it. Fall Guys, Rocket League. These are the the, the two premier examples of literally fucking... At the time genre-changing games. Everybody played Fall Guys. Everybody played Rocket League. So, you know, we'll, we'll just see what happens with the Destruction All-Stars. It could be a coup for all we know, but February, we'll have to wait for February. Second one, which is the one that's the bigger kick in the dick.
1: Before we before we get into that that news, okay. but All-Stars, right? Yeah. Am I, is, is it, am I right? That this has been quite a bit of the launch, quite a bit of the... the... The present what's been in the presentations as part of the launch stuff for Sony you know what I mean they've made quite a bigger deal of it being part of that lineup or know. is that just me
0: no no you you're not wrong I mean it's it's been in in all of the like the the rails along like Ratchet and Clank's also been in there and that's not a launch title uh, so yeah it has it's been definitely part of the the campaign
1: because it's even more sinister now if you go back to the, the UI intro, uh-huh. uh, when they're like, let's jump into All-Stars, Destruction All-Stars, but we don't have time for that today. And they jump straight back out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just like, you look at that again, like, 'cause like, because this game is clearly not ready.
0: Let's jump into Destruction All-Stars. Oh, wait, this is a
1: JPEG. Let's jump straight back out. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just like, it's it's quite worrying for a game like they are badging as a 70 quid game. Yeah. Right? That it's just then being delayed and put on PlayStation Plus. Just like, A, was this worth 70 quid from the get go? Mm-hmm. And B, I mean, how much substance is there to this game? Really?
0: Not a lot. I don't Does think. it really
1: warrant a delay? You know what I mean? Like, have they even made the game? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's almost <laughs> like it's, the contract is like, you've, you've made it, right? Well, we made a load screen, ah <laughs> oh, shit! Well, I built it in dreams. Yeah, exactly. It's a dream screen. <laughs> <laughs> that the, could, uh, that would have been the only thing better, you know. <laughs> Destruction All Stars coming to PS Plus via dreams.
0: Made in dreams. The other, yeah. the other delay, the big one. Um, Cyberpunk pushed back to December the tenth. So I mean, there's a lot. This there's a lot to unpack on that one, and I, I don't, I don't really have the fucking energy to try and unpack that. We've had two delays so far. Uh, this is the third now, and the game's gone gold and delayed. By the way, which is exactly which That's is the- odd to me. Uh, when you go gold, you are ready. You are printing discs at that point. I've got the statement here from CD Project Red. I'll give it a read. <coughs> hey everyone, today we've decided to move the release date of Cyberpunk 2077 by 21 days. The new release date is December the 10th. Most likely there are many emotions and questions in your heads, so first and foremost please accept our humble apologies. The biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen and PC at the same time. Which requires us to prepare and test 9 versions of it, Xbox One, X, compatibility on Series S and X, PS4 slash Pro, compatibility on PS5, PC, Stadia, all of this while we're working from home. Since Cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards being a next gen title somewhere along the way, we need to make sure everything works well with every version running smoothly. We're aware it might seem unrealistic when someone says that twenty-one days can make any difference in such a massive and complex game, but they really do. Uh, side note from the from the narrator here: they really do. When you've got your fucking devs working eighteen-hour days, uh, seven days a week. Oh, hello, crunch. Some of you might also be wondering what these words mean in light of us saying we achieved our gold master some time ago. Passing certification or going gold means the game is ready, can be completed and has all content in it, but it doesn't mean we stop working on it and raising the quality bar. On the contrary, this is the time where many improvements are being made, which will then be distributed distributed via a day zero patch. This is the time period we undercalculated. We feel we have an amazing game in our hands and are willing to make every decision, even the hardest ones, if it ultimately leads to you getting a video game you'll fall in love with. Yours, Adam Badowski and Martin Inowinski. Thoughts, Johnny.
1: I think they've been under pressure with the obviously with COVID, you know, puts pressure on your working styles. But then with, in some respects, I I bet some publishers and some developers developers thought I think COVID will probably push back the next gen launch. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Mm. You know what I mean? It stuck to the guns at Microsoft and Sony and went with it. And I think a lot of developers have probably went, oh shit, you know, we have to actually then catch up and yeah. I think it's quite clear from all the delays we're seeing and things like that, and what the launch lineup is like, that just games just aren't ready. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's disappointing that way, and I think they tried to do it to get ready for the launch, the Xbox launch window, on the PS5 launch window, and it's not going to come happen. I mean, it's not going to be that far off it. And to flip it on the other side, The Witcher had delays, maybe not three of them, but for the right reasons, yeah, for the, for to be there, and what a game that delivered! So I can see this being done for the right reasons.
0: I think the problem is this is a perfect storm. This yeah. is a perfect storm of a game that's been uh, in in the works for fucking I don't know how long now. Uh, it's a perfect storm of it. It's its development cycle ended up landing smack bang in the middle of a generational shift, um, which is obviously a hell of a lot more work uh it's another ingredient in that fucking little storm is you had all the crunch stuff whereby they came out and said they wouldn't ever make anybody crunch it was something that wasn't part of their studio ethos and then jason schreier from formerly of of kotaku now currently some sort of fucking internet fucking shit stirrer um He brought the story that actually crunch is still very much going on, and he sport devs, and it's like working six day weeks. It's just there's it, just been so much negativity around the company and the development, balanced almost perfectly by the anticipation for what this game actually fucking looks like. And it's a weird fucking seesaw that can go either way. And this latest delay, it is only twenty one days, so that hurts less, but. What I'm worried's going to happen here is when i not going to get this game in February next year. I'm concerned that either it goes one, the ship a broken game or two, they're like, fuck it. We're going to go media silent. This game is getting delayed again. It's been outside of our control. We tried everything we could. COVID was a bigger four than we thought. Uh, we have to push this game further back. Which again raises massive questions on, like, why the fuck did you even go gold? Yeah, it's it's a kick in the dick. But the plus Please? the plus side is, if we're not getting this game until December, that frees up my quarter of open world games, which means there's a high chance I'll be getting Watch Dogs Legion now.
1: Exactly that. I was saying it, it, it gives me more time to play Valhalla. Yeah, and he, he's he's my worry about Valhalla switching back to it. Mm-hmm. Something tells me that that's just not going to be the most polished game. Mm-hmm. I think Watch Dogs might be because it's had its delay in its cycle, like development cycle, and actually you not know, coming to the board when it's going to be polished to fuck. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel Valhalla on the other hand might not be as polished as we expect it to be. Right. That's my that's my that's my concern. Um, but the silver lining is it gives me more time to play that game before. <laughs> Cyberpunk
0: arrived. Yeah. I mean there's winners there's winners and losers here. I think Watchdogs Legion might stand again from this. Because I can't be the only one sitting here who was genuinely concerned about open world fatigue. And if you've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watchdogs Legions and Cyberpunk all coming up, something's gotta give. And unfortunately, I think Watchdog's Legion is the one with the least amount of fucking brand power right now. Rightly or wrongly. Uh, and I think that was going to suffer but this might actually help Watch Dogs Legion
1: the, thing, the other thing is cyberpunk's resting very much on its legacy let's say with Witcher mm-hmm. right there isn't a guarantee that people who play the Witcher are going to go to cyberpunk it's still arguably quite a niche um, content like content. you know what I mean Like um, what's the word, genre cyberpunk? yeah
0: uh, I don't know about that
1: no, like you know oh, where it's, it's, it's where it's where where, it's, where it's come from yeah. in terms of board game stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's put this in comparison. Witcher three blew every everyone away. Witcher two was an awesome game. Witcher one, yeah, they learned a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's taken three cycles of a game to get where you know. And then I think a lot of credibility that CD Projekt Projekt red sorry red Project uh, um is on that like how they developed and delivered The Witcher three.
0: Yeah.
1: So, that's that's what people are expecting with Cyberpunk. Yeah. But, I don't know. Because it, it, the thing is, if they delay again, I think it's goodwill will go, and I think it'll lose its yeah. its momentum. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's be like be the like...
0: seesaw. That's the seesaw. We're, we're literally yeah. one fucking fat kid away from this thing going sour.
1: Yeah.
0: And then God help them if they fucking launch it and it's buggy. God help them.
1: Exactly. You know, they they know... Uh, they haven't got the, the just the goal of Bethesda, just saying it fuck it, play it, it's part of the game.
0: <laughs> it's uh, like you come to expect that of Bethesda. If you get a Bethesda game, it's bugged to fuck, and that's just part of its charm.
1: <laughs> and to some respect, I guess Ubisoft learned from Assassin's Creed Unity that they can't release a buggy game because it'll just come mm-hmm. back to bite them. Mm-hmm. Disappointing, disappointing.
0: Never mind. It does change the, uh, the launch lineup somewhat because... Uh, in the uk cyberpunk was due to come out with on the same day as playstation 5 obviously i was going to buy it for the i've, I've pre-ordered mine for the series x anyway uh, but i was looking forward to that time i took off work around the xbox and playstation 5 launch i was looking forward to actually getting to spend some time with cyberpunk in that time off putting some decent hours in but never mind Never mind. There's a there's a couple of little bits of fucking tidbits that I just wanted to touch on, Johnny, because we've gone well over what we normally do here. Um, God of War. Uh, there's recently been touted that the God of War a boost that will receive on its PS5. If you want to play God of War on PS5, God of War will now play up to 60 frames a second on PS5. Uh, I don't like I don't like the choice of words there. Up to 60 frames a second. It's very different to will run at sixty frames a second. So yeah. I think mm-hmm. maybe is that a, is that is that laziness. Like, is it going to run up to sixty frames a second twice in the full fucking game? Messaging messaging is just fucking weird on that one. Yeah. Uh, and the second little bit of tidbit news: Gears Five is getting a, an absolute load of fucking content actually, which I find bizarre. Because I thought Gears of War has been thrown into absolute fucking chaos now that Rod Ferguson left the Coalition to go and work on Diablo. And Rod Ferguson's been around since the days like Cliffy B was in charge of fucking Gears of War back in Xbox 360 days. Rod Ferguson's been part of that brand since day one. Like he he took over the Coalition. He headed up the Coalition and the development of Gears 5 which was a brilliant fucking game. Uh, and now he's gone. But in his absence, where I originally thought, oh well, Gaze of War fucked like what? It's a ship without a rudder now. Gaze of War, uh, the thing that is, uh, if it gives a little bit of confidence if you like. Is that they're releasing an absolute footlot? We're getting story content. There's going to be a story mm-hmm. add-on involving the team that were in the. There's a more in Gaze Five where it's like a, a bit like Horde, but you essentially you fleeing you're in a, a locust nest and you're fleeing the gas you have to get out before the gas fucking envelops you escape mode i think it was called for the fucking one of a better word i can't really remember it but was yeah the story dlc coming based on those characters which i find a, a great move uh, just expand the universe again but they're also giving you a new game plus where you can keep your fucking upgraded jack uh, essentially, what are, all the bells and whistles of uh, a good new game plus. But the real kicker here is that they have r- given you the ability in New Game Plus to recast Marcus <laughs> Phoenix as Dave Batista. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on just give this man the fucking role already? Like, G- G- Dave Batista has been a fucking flogging this dead horse that he wants to be Marcus Phoenix in a, a fucking in a, in a big screen adaptation of Gay as a War. He wants to play the Marcus Phoenix character. And he did it so much so that they got him in the game and he was a Marcus Phoenix skin in the multiplayer. Fully uh, more capped fully voice acted. But it was just multiplayer. They've now put him in the fucking actual game. Uh, what is John? De- Has anybody asked John DiMaggio how he feels about this? <laughs> Has anybody asked veteran Marcus Phoenix, more cap voice actor John DiMaggio? Also the voice of Jake... From Adventure Time and Bender from Futurama. Has anybody asked him how he feels about this? Oh, we're just going right. to recast you. You are arguably the most important role in this whole fucking franchise. Yeah, you recast. We've recast you a big div. Fucking well, it,
1: it, it, it's it's like when what um, David here was recast with the Keith Sutherland and Maggie Five. But like, at least this is optional. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it's optional. It's it cool. is optional. That is worth saying. But I mean, I are you going to sit here and tell me you're not going to play Gears Five with Div Batista as Mars Phoenix? Oh, I'm definitely and going not to do for that. For a fact, I'm doing a new game plus a Gears Five, and offer for a fact, who's going to be playing my Mars Phoenix?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh,
0: have you downloaded uh, Gears Five, by the way? Yes. Right. When we'll need to get some game time on that as well? Uh, we'll wait till New Game Plus comes out, and we'll run a new we'll run a, a New Game Plus co op. We'll do the full we'll do the full campaign co-op aye.
1: Aye. Great deal.
0: We'll do it on stream. We'll do it on stream. We'll book nice. a, a good slotting on a Sunday. Get a good five, six hour streaming on a Sunday if you can uh, get that in your diary and we'll we'll run through Gears' gay's, gays fight.
1: Sweet. We'll fight over who's Batista.
0: <laughs> that's that's a fight you're never gonna win, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you, mate, but you're never gonna oh, win that fight.
1: At least that, that's good. That's a good piece of news to end at the end on yeah. after the Starbug disappointment. Yeah. Batista's just like getting getting his dues and gets to play Marcus Phoenix again. <laughs> I
0: want to see. Do you know what it is? Fuck it. I know you hate them, but give me a Gears of War series on Netflix. I want to see Dave Batista as the leading role.
1: Oh.
0: Right, Johnny. I think that is what was rather a stacked card. <laughs> I think More that's stacked. that's the main event done. We can now bow out. We can go to credits and uh, return to our hollows and lick our wounds while another mountain of game news builds up ready for next week.
1: Yeah. What will be delayed for next week? Whatever. Sorry. We'll, Sorry. Hit, Sorry.
0: we'll hit the dirt sheets just to be sure that we haven't missed anything else. Um. Obviously, this is a, a part of the show that requires heavy editing during silences while we're both just scanning the dirt sheets <laughs> for anything we've missed. Uh, grounded on Xbox Series X will be 4K 60 frames per second HDR with improved draw distances. Very nice. Very nice.
1: Devil May Cry uh, will be have like 4K and ray tracing support for Series X, but not ray tracing support for Series S. Oh,
0: well, I never. Look, yeah, I'm buying a Series uh, X, isn't it? I mean, am I going to ever play Gear DMC Five again? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not I'm not, not, uh, <coughs> not. Oh, I don't know what the fuck that noise was coming out of you there. Got the yeah, I think we're good, mate. I think we've. Uh, I think we haven't missed anything. Halo Five what? is going to get uh, Halo Master Chief Collection is getting it's, it's getting tarted up for Xbox Series X. Uh, Halo Five is also getting boosted, but not to that same level. Interesting. Interesting. I'd play the original fucking Halos again absolutely i'd play the original halos again them og halos fucking hit different then i
1: think the other thing we can mention is next week it is the final for where we actually talk about our games of the best games of this gen that might have to be a
0: totally separate episode we might have to book two two days in the studio next week one for news one for our rundown of the top 10 games of a generation so and
1: and and the rules we've discussed the rules in this and that you know It's games that were released, they might have been on this gen and previous gen, but they were released when this gen was available. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: Yeah. makes sense. We'll go over the rules next week, we'll do the new show on Tuesday, and then if we can, we'll boot in some time on the Friday, and release a Game of the Gen special, unless your diary does not permit. We'll we'll work it out.
1: Nope, we'll work it out, we'll work it out, definitely. We'll work it out.
0: Boys and girls, this has been Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast. That right there has been producer of the show Nice Guy Johnny. Yes, it has. I've been titular protagonist of Franchise. If you've enjoyed what's happened day to day, jump on over to Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice and leave us one of them glowing five-star reviews. Get in touch with the show uh, on... Uh, across a plethora of socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, to search for the franchise. We are slowly but surely edging our way into Nice Guy Johnny rejoining the ranks of social media. So soon you'll be able to reach out to him directly with all of your horrible fucking vitriol. But we'll, we'll you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll deal with that when we get there. Uh, boys and girls, until next time, Later. Say bye, Johnny.
1: Nice guys, Johnny's goodbye has been delayed until February 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Gay Gay
0: Gay panthers. panthers.